Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie, Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello, world. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I am feeling especially inspired today. My favorite's Janelle Brown military-inspired jacket. Tell us the story behind that. Well, I have been saying for at least two years now, I've got to get my hands on that jacket that she's wearing. Yeah, it's a great jacket. Um, And a listener finally helped me find it. It's from Mod Cloth. But it, you know, it's from seasons and seasons ago. So uh, as I was looking for an outfit to wear for my uh, YouTube debut. We're going to talk about that again, too. For anyone who's not a patron. I found it on uh, Amazon. Comes in all different colors, all different sizes. I ordered a mustard yellow, which was big mistake. Huge. Really? I feel like that would look so good on you. It wasn't quite the right shade of gold or mustard. It was a okay. little bright. And it, it definitely looked like a band uniform. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm, like I'm going to keep man. this one. But I'm going to kind of like cash it up, kind of roll the sleeves up a little bit. And like, oh, yeah, yeah, because you're cool. a little casual tea underneath. But I'm so excited. Yeah. I've, I've been uh, just waiting and waiting to show this to you. And I have a surprise later for us. But uh, that'll be. Can we uh, both? Can we both turn to show like what our chairs are? <gasps> oh, matchy. Daphne. <laughs> She's on her way to Daphne. Palm Springs right now. 
Oh, Daphne. She's going to her and Ron. They're going to have a vacation, Amanda. As soon as they land, I bet you they're going to have a Bahama Mama. <laughs> I think they will. I think she's going to yeah. drink. I think she's, I, I was like, drink all the wine you can for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, so, hey, howdy from Texas. Boot lamp. Oh, oh uh, Melanie Gentry said, Amanda, I just listened to our Alaska Final Frontier recap and she remembers Bart the Bear. Yes. Wow. Never forget Bart the Bear. Okay. Now we're talking about, let's just, you know, get all the uh, the pimping out of the way. We got mm -hmm. Total Request Podcast. You can sign up on Total Request Podcast. You know the drill. You can find the links in uh, everywhere. And you can get just TRP, which is you request the shows, we recap them. Or mm -hmm. if you sign up for We Love to Hate TV, you can sign up and get the whole shebang, your episode I mean, just do of that. TRP. Just do that. It's so much easier. Yeah. And I mean, if you're not listening to Sister Wives, why are you even yeah. here? And we're still recapping our vintage Sister Wives. And just to uh, follow through, we've had some questions about if you sign up for yearly subscriptions we promise we're figuring that out just the easiest way to get you back you know we're, we're figuring it out so rest assured we're not trying to uh we're not you know steal you your money here money. no we're, we're not, not gonna we cody will, brown we deal with it. all right yes. We're not, yes no we're not gonna do a balloon payment on our no, on our no, podcast no, no, no. Um, um now amanda yeah. Do you need an old-timey handkerchief to tie a little <laughs> bow around your head or what's going on here I think I think I need to finally go to just the emergency room. Oh, <laughs> I'm fucked up. Oh, my no. ear. I, my, I think I just have. Well, I've been digging away because it's constantly there's constantly stuff happening on this side of my face. And I I'm I just need to go to the ER. Oh, no. But I'm OK. OK, I'm going to make a prediction here. Well, I bet they're, they're be going like, to. Fine. No, I think they're going to hook you up with some. Um, some like allergy meds, some decongestant sort of things. I've been taking that like to an insane amount the past. Yeah, week. but they might need to do like a prescription. I think there's going to be a nose spray involved. There might be some ear drops. Okay. There might be a little steroid involved. Uh, but you need to, you need to get an ENT to look in there. Like I'm having trouble walking straight because I'm so yeah kind of like fucked up. To go. Okay, well we're gonna we're gonna take care of what happened to Hannah on girls. Oh, don't poke your ear, Amanda. <laughs> I'm I'm not digging in that hard. I promise. I promise, baby. Um, mm. I I'm just. It's just there's constantly stuff leaking. Oh, out. This boy. is just okay. a fascinating conversation. We're, I mean, this episode <laughs> is lit. We're talking about earwax. <laughs> I'm so fine. what uh, is Jody? I yeah. I want to talk about um this. I don't know if you even want to go here, to but the dark um, place. okay, it's, a, it's not a dark place, but like, well, it is. But I, I want to talk about what's going on in the universe right now because I've been in contact with several of my you know lifelong friends the past week, and everyone is just going through shit right now. Everyone is. Everyone's having like a major life crisis at this moment. Yeah. Do you um, think there's, is there like a, like something's going on, right? I think there is some sort of uh, retrograde or moon or there something has to like be. that. Um, yeah. You know, it does. It just feels like the world right now has a weird vibe, a weird feel, 
Of course, Absolutely. I had one of the most traumatic experience of experiences of my life. <laughs> See, forevermore well, then, yeah, on to, Thursday, before, all before day we even too. touched that, like the the intro to this was that I've thought Jody hated me all week, and and then I just I, I realized. Wait, let me go back. We okay. did that live stream on Sunday last yeah. Sunday, and it was like the most horrific experience ever. Yeah, like, it was. It was. It went well though. Like I, I have to keep rewatching it to remind myself. No, the, it was. It was fine. But mm. I watched every person that jumped on, and they all. Everyone looked beautiful. They all like had their hair curled, makeup on. I was like, yeah. so no, yeah, no one's mad at me. Everyone is worried about their own lives no one's yeah. no one is mad at you like no. it's just so so then i i hear your story that you told which i'm gonna let you tell again and uh oh from your <laughs> i won't go and as was... in depth because i'm pretty sure it was like a 15 minute therapy session straight out of the gate but it's the funniest uh, story you've ever told TV. it's amazing oh guys so, okay yeah. In a nutshell, um, hey, go if you want, go scroll down. I put it, I mean, this is, I'm really putting myself out here, guys. Scroll down. It's um, where I work now, surrogacy is. I'm for those of you who don't know, most of you do, but I was a gestational surrogate two times. And now I work for an advocacy group. And um, it's called Surrogacy Is. It's down at the bottom of our page as one of our favorite channels. Um, and uh, in a few weeks, you'll see uh, yours truly spotlighted on her channel. Uh, everyone who works there and some of our <laughs> surrogates who, you know, who we've advocated for. They have like their own little story and um, I share my surrogacy story. Not a big crier, but the whole I thing mean, sounds like you want an episode, you want an episode of Dateline, basically. Um, like, yeah, with but the amount like, of B-roll footage. <laughs> like to catch an idiot, let's see what we can make her do. You guys, it was the amount of B-roll footage I had to do. So much gazing out of so windows. So much coffee. I was... Oh, hot coffee akimbo. I was stacking uh, board games on a shelf. I picked up a candle that was totally burnt out and smelled it. I forgot that one. I forgot to tell you that part. <laughs> now, I, I, and I want to readdress because yep. I because I've re-listened yep. to it now. Um, that you brought a vase into a room at some point. Oh, oh well, well, they they provided the vase of flowers. They brought props. Okay. And at one point I was in the room yeah, and I just so picked stupid. up a vase of flowers and walked out. Um, but I you didn't do in. anything with the vase. You just were carrying a vase. Just picked it up and walked out. Because again, you were just basic white bitch. That's what their concept was. Basic yeah. white bitch. And this then like there was a little like creativity involved because I walked oh, into. No. Okay. By the way, this was filmed at my brother's house because that granite. I mean, I'm not, I'm God not letting forbid. everyone see that granite in my don't. kitchen, right? No, don't even go there. Uh, we, we, oh, you know, anyone who doesn't know that granite <laughs> is in my kitchen. I mean, it's bad. she, she doesn't want to be seen by, by the, any more masses that I've already seen her. So I'm building at my brother's house and I have like, you know, my cup of coffee and I walk in the sunroom. I take a little sippy, put it down curl up on the couch and I pull up an iPad that's not mine that's totally locked and dead and I'm like 
scrolling, scrolling. And then Alex, uh, videographer to the stars, decides it's going to be like a little creative fun if he went outside and filmed me from outside, like through the window as I scrolled. Like, I wrote I, I just, at I, a desk. I, I think I can just, I can, I can feel so much your, because I, I did used to be famously an actress, a very oh. bad actress, but I did, oh, that what used to be my career. So I can totally just feel your headspace while this was happening. Like you knew, like, I feel like you, but this was an out of body experience for you. That yes. you're like, I just have to do it. Yeah, whatever. Just tell me what to do. I'll do and it. My normal gait when I walk is pretty brisk. And so, like, me I too. Like I was having to move in slow motion like a rhinoceros. Oh, else, like, boom, bob. Um, and then it was fun because we did, we went outside and it was a little misty. So I had an umbrella. And I that is the funniest thing down the block one way, down and then back towards the camera and waved to an imaginary neighbor. It's cute. Okay, well, just 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 so you guys know, we are we will be recapping this entire thing like live on the air. I'm not. I will not attend. You You made me rewatch myself in extreme forensics. So you were acting. This is me. This is way. But you were acting. We're doing yeah, but no, I'm like bawling. There's boogers, I think, that are flowing at one point. Oh, camera, like from this way, and guys, side, second camera, right. That's the worst part. Right there. There was a right there. And of course, huge pimple breakout. Huge. And it's like in recovery. So it was like, didn't know what it was. Um, and then uh yeah, oh, there was like um tissue shards all over my face that they apparently didn't see because you know i'm I'm and it's gonna be an hd oh it's gonna be and i'm like hey you guys didn't want to like film they're like oh we didn't see it i'm like okay cool uh anyway well um oh oh and then i did um i was a surrogate in 2014 and 16 for um i always say i'm the most normal child in my family and i've made five men daddies yeah, I only slept with one of them. So, uh, anyway, um, oh, I had to do like some funny movements for gifts, and then like, I did some stock photos, like, hmm, like I'm holding a thought bubble. Hmm. I did like a poster, like a wow, <gasps> yeah. God. All right, let, let's move past that. So, uh, yeah, um, I have a quick update on my life because I know that he will never watch this oh, or see no. this but i did finally uh reach out to my dad okay. knows this, uh, and asked him hey can we sit down and just like work on our relationship and his t- uh, i sent you his text back it was not great i think it was like then... eh, no i'm good no i think he no listen that's not how you see it men of that age they're all a little um like on the spectrum where they're like, no, we're good. We don't need to talk about like, we're all good out of sight, out of mind. Let's not like go do a whole thing. We're good. His last two words to me were take care, take care. Yeah. But that's men, dad. They, they were never taught to like deal with their emotions and stuff like that. So he's saying like, we're all good, but we're women and we're better with our emotions. 
So we take it a different way. It's all fa- it's all so fascinating. What's yeah. go- what's going on? Well, hey, um, did it cheer you up that I have been binging <laughs> Friends from the beginning? No, that that actually did. I because I've been so sick with the sinus infection that oh. that you texting me that yesterday, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm working so my way to through. talk about Friends. Oh, you are like from start to finish. Yeah, I'm in season four or five, maybe right now. All right, what's going on, babe? Oh. Let's see. Well, Phoebe has met her brother. They did like a flashback episode where we see Giovanni Mark. Rabisi. I think he's like a Scientologist, yes. isn't he? Yes. And his sister was also in, I think, the episode right after it. She was one of Rachel's friends who was at the I table didn't... with her when in the flashback, like the one with the flashback, right. Chandler yeah. is going to like pick up, like pick up, pick up her, pick her up. He like throws the pool stick. And he's got, the, he's got the goatee. Okay, well, whatever. Um, she was the redhead and Dazed and Confused spamming guy says. Anyway, I mean, hey, listen, it's better than I thought it was. Um, you become numb to the laugh track, to the boom, 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 boom. You face. gotta. You gotta. No, it's not even a thing anymore. It doesn't even occur to me. So it's pretty good. You know, I, I was on an episode of... Um, shore store slash uh surreality and erica we had this conversation too erica's hates friends she's like i I, it's not funny yeah i think if you just are assigned an episode like you assign me an episode it just stands out because it's like whoa but once you're in it you know you're just like in the flow of it you just gotta live in it yeah yeah. maybe that's how this podcast is that you need to like yeah hate both of us at, at first but then you kind of it's just that uh who are these like, bitches yeah yeah <laughs> it's stockholm syndrome we're the b-roll of podcasters <laughs> yeah. where you're yeah. like oh basic yikes but then you kind of get to know us and you're like oh, okay i can listen to this yeah. uh okay so uh any episodes that are standing out to you um no but i'm very excited actually this leads me to something i kind of want to do every week i stumbled across this tiktok um, and now, you know, people are reposting it with their own. And it is uh, some chick named Allie. Let me see here. Um, Allie something. And she put out like her favorite dinner party questions. Like what's something you throw out at a dinner party and uh-huh, right? okay. get people talking. And in the comments and people have reposted questions and they're so, so good. And they really, really get you thinking. So I'm like, I'm going to keep some of these, throw them out every week. And one of them was, um, were Ross and Rachel on a break? No, I have not gotten to that episode, but I know in my heart, they were but on a break. They were on a break. Yeah. I completely yeah. agree. They were on a break. And I think if you're on a break, I mean, Everything if you're on a break, goes. you're on a break. You're on a and break. she kind of is a lot. Yeah, like Rachel is to handle, like relax. Are relax. any couple that like horny and in love all the time? I mean, I'd like to think that for both of our futures. By the way, Melanie Gore is asking Amanda, "How old is your dad?" He's seventy. So I don't know if that does that mean it is that does that mean anything? <laughs> He's seventy. Yeah, I think that's about right. Uh, but taught to deal with emotions it's like we're good let's move on 
But no, they were definitely on a break. I've mm-hmm. always thought that even as a kid. I'm like, yeah. they, she said, let's take a break. And she yeah, had Mark her. over at her house. Yep. Yeah, she's kind of horrible. She's high maintenance. She requires a lot of attention. Okay, so what's another topic that you'd ask okay. at a party? Because Okay, so here's another like one. True crime stuff, like, like, like things that if oh, someone said I would yeah. be immediately obsessed with them. Yeah, someone threw out there, but I know what we would both say. They're like, if you Sister-wise. could solve one unsolved <laughs> mystery of our lifetime, what would it be? Um, and obviously... I mean, okay, first thing that John comes to Benet mind Ransby? is exactly, but we know Burke did it allegedly. I mean, he, so he did it. Um, I mean, we could throw Maura Murray out there, but I think it's kind of the consensus she was picked up by someone, and you know, oh, really? In my head, she really did just walk into the woods. I thought that too, but then I watched the episode with Alison Dubois and or, or the there was that whole series a couple years ago that came back on and she got vibes that she was picked up by someone she knew that was perhaps following her. But this one, okay, so this question just got me. It's not the best question, but it got me because it made me think of, oh, you want a new wind? Here I am. Mm, Diana, Real Housewives of uh, Beverly Hills. You're in the castle when the spell that transformed Beast's castle is cast. What object do you become? First thing that comes to mind to me, the big wardrobe, because obviously. I was just going to say that, because then we could just sit there. I'm the funny big girlfriend. <laughs> I, I've i played that oh, character, Jody. I've been it. Yes, I was that character. You were wardrobe? Yes. It's called <gasps> like the Madame something. I don't know. I mean, the duster, like, that would be a reach for me, but, like, it would be fun uh, to be a duster because I'd be, like, so skinny and, skinny. like, everyone thinks I'm hot. There's but a no, tile in be. my shower. If, if there's a tile in my shower. If you go way back years on my Instagram, I posted it. Didn't get enough traction, might I add, that looks like the candlestick. Like, the the natural variations Lumi. in the tile. Oh, full, yes. It, it has his face, and he's like, uh-huh. I'm going to take a picture and repost it because it absolutely is Lou Bear in my shower. See now, uh, Beauty and the Beast is complicated to me because my singing voice, I should be Belle, but I never, like, I never would have been Belle. But like, I did, I did this. This is an actual thing that I attended. Okay. Uh, my parents paid for me to attend a like five day long belting workshop in New York. Do you know what belting is? is- is it just like screaming from your diaphragm? Yeah, it's like an a- Ethel Merman singing. Yeah, and um, oh. I and my parents, we all went, and because I think at that point, like it was being discussed, like in the lexicon, like is this mm. healthy? And I sang a song from Beauty and the Beast. I think it was Home, and I got a standing ovation. See, you should have been Belle. But I was for Halloween. You should be Belle. Hey, wardrobe. I mean, I said you should be Belle for Halloween. But wardrobe, I I think wardrobe is one of the best characters. So that would be my question. Well, she just, Uh, or that would be my answer rather. Um, Okay, so here is I'll I'll throw another one out here. Um, What your favorite commercial that often brings up childhood memories? Like, what is that commercial that comes up when I say childhood oh. memory commercial? 
Duh, don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. Cause it might be good to eat and it might be good to taste. If you don't know just what it is, don't put it in your mouth. And that's why I don't do blowjobs, I told you. <laughs> It's so gross. Pee pee comes out of there. That's disgusting. No, this was a Canadian commercial that uh, would air uh, just with two blue Muppets telling you, like, don't don't eat stuff. Like, don't eat weird stuff. Like poison control? Like, ask an adult. Yeah. Okay. Well, that was actually another question is, what's your favorite Muppet? I know what you're going to say. Oh, I thought you were. Oh, Telly. Oh, oh, no. I thought you were going to say Fozzie Bear. He's a little neurotic. No. Or Gonzo. No, because I, 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 I always liked Telly because he was always the most depressed. <laughs> he's he's oh, the most like, anxiety-ridden. I always your, identify with Eeyore. Um, oh, okay. So easily my commercial. Well, I mean, uh, the Mentos song comes to mind, but my favorite was... Um, my buddy do you remember the my buddy or kid sister doll i won one so bad they talk about it on doughboys all the time so yes i do know okay well <laughs> the song was catchy it was my buddy my buddy my buddy my buddy wherever he goes oh wait wherever i go he goes kid sister kid sister kid sister kid sister kid sister and me and I wanted it so bad because I was the youngest and I wanted a little sister. But my mom thought the doll was ugly and she wouldn't get it for me. Yeah, no, we just, both of us grew up not having brand name I, know. I wanted the gem doll too. But my mom would never get me the gem doll because gem wouldn't fit in Barbie's clothes. And she was kind of oh, like, well. she was like a big boned Barbie. Uh, I remember it when I was like one of my first memories it was Christmas I was probably six and my mom had made I had a, a My Little Pony and my mom had crocheted this is so, such a cute story now Aww. that I look back she had crocheted this pony like because we were poor like she crocheted uh like an outfit for this pony. And she wrote me a letter from Santa, like Amanda, um, uh, the, the, here's your little pony. He's very cold. So make sure that you put this, you know, this outfit on him. Oh, that's cute. And even at the time I knew that, like, I knew, like, I knew that this was because you know, we couldn't afford like actual name brand Aww. stuff, but like it was cute. So she definitely that got the pony from a garage sale. And then, but anyway, <laughs> that's adorable. Yeah. Um, Santa wrote me a letter one time when I had asked for, um, <laughs> when I asked for a puppy and uh -oh. we were going to stay at like a hotel on Christmas night, we were going down to like the Radisson down the street. And that was like a big thing. Um, and Santa was like, oh, I would have gotten you a puppy, but you guys are going to a hotel. And I was so fucking pissed. I was like, <laughs> God damn it. Wait, well, I, obviously it wasn't. I was like, if we weren't going to the hotel. You would have brought me a dog. Like, I'm such an idiot. But anyway, um, yeah. So I'm going to hang on to questions as I gather them because there's some there's some that are like very deep and thoughtful and then others are just kind of fun to think. No, about. that is, that's a, I think that it's a good re recurring um, subject or uh, segment for us. That's yeah, fine. I like that. Um, did you happen to watch the Glee documentary, the three-part 
price of glee. Jody, why are you bringing up glee right now for me? I'm sorry. <laughs> so well, it make you feel better because everyone on this documentary. Okay, by the way, the first part is all like glee was so popular. It was like really cool. It was like ahead of its time. Blah blah blah. The juicy stuff doesn't come until episode two when they start trash talking Leah Michelle and okay. the monster she I was. Mean, which, yeah, I'm, I'll, I'll they, tune in for that. But the thing is, is that it's all crew members, and there's crew members that are like, you know, in their fifties, sixties that are. That's who you want to. That's who you want to yeah. hear from, though. Oh yeah, no, there's no main cast on this at all. I oh mean, yeah, they're all like on there for fame, but whatever. It's all like their stand-ins, but oh yeah. They're like, it was always about Leah. Do you want to hear something sad? Is, is when, it's when you, when you just said, have you seen the Glee documentary? My first thought was, oh, oh I bet my dad would come over and watch that with me. God, I need to go to therapy. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to go to therapy because he, he would. He would come over He and shouldn't watch, watch it because he really loves Glee. and uh, uh, His Leah. His Leah. Well, Don't talk shit about my Leah, Amanda, on your podcast. Yeah, no, 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 no. Um. I mean, here's the thing. Like, I I take the crew who really have nothing to gain from this. They're like the hairstylists or like the set designers or continuity, whatever. Oh, they're, they're and they were talking some shit. Yeah. They're like, okay, we well, really maybe I will watch it. He saw in her. We wouldn't have put those two together. She was so wow. eager. After he died, two weeks later, they went back to work and it was her decision. Ryan Murphy gave her the decision like are we going back when are we going back and she's like oh right away two weeks and they were all saying like we need more time for this yep yep and she made it she all really about her sucks. and amanda they have the footage of her audition where she <gasps> where, where she, she tells where she tells the the accompanist yeah the accompanist no, go back or whatever she screams at them. They have the whole thing. They crazy thing it. to do. But they so don't say just... anything that it's that it's no, because uh, they thought she was a character. Moved. They they thought it was cute. So I was explaining to my daughter Paige who was watching it. I'm like, Amanda, since it's really bad, you don't do that. that's like really, really bad. It's, that. it's no very much like you very much quickly learn that that you don't fuck with the accompanist in an audition. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently right, she was well, in a well, car well, accident right before and she had pieces of glass that she had to shake from her hair she the show must oh. go on amanda oh, she must what a be hero I but i mean they, they oh naya rivera's dad is on throughout the whole thing and he just seems like such a sweet like such a great man um i'd like really rubbing in the daddy issues here but anyway yeah i, I, I think they did <laughs> a good job as someone who's only seen glee for trp where i'm just ripping on it endlessly you know what they didn't go right. into um how wheels what's his name the guy uh the guy who they have in a wheelchair the whole time oh, is yeah. not really the kid from the office to a wheelchair that is like yeah. that's so wrong and that no, during the concerts they have him in the wheelchair and then during like i'm a believer or something he jumps out and now he can walk and dance and part That's and most insane. of the by the way for anyone who wants uh who cares we did an, uh we watched the glee concert for uh, the podcast mm. and it was insane 
like part yeah. of the choreography was like all the people having to like push wheels around the stage. Yeah, they don't push him up. It's like he can walk. I mean, like what? there's like, just there's no let him be. Let him walk. Of are they staying in character or are they not? So it's like while well, some are breaking character, he's still just getting pushed around, and they would have to really run to get him up that ramp. They would like have to build oh, up some momentum. Some <laughs> inertia yeah but then later when he has his solo he just like gets up and he's like he's like break dancing and shit and the audience oh. goes crazy they're oh, like wow he can walk and Darren God. Chris and his like doo-wop boys or whatever Again, stop bringing up my dad <laughs> <laughs> that whole loves, show is he loves wild it's crazy yeah. Actually, one of our favorite TRPs. Well, of course, I love our return to Fat Camp, our NTV Fat Camp from way back in the what early two thousands. And Diane, we've done uh, we've done Fat Camp and Return to Fat Camp. Some of my favorite episodes, as are Glee and Baywatch, which was so Baywatch terribly was bad. <laughs> oh, that ever pre- made it on TV? What's the the one with the pot and the in the dogs? Uh... Seventh Heaven. Oh, oh, yeah. That was another great episode. Just because I'm a 17-year-old widow, Jessica Beale. Remember? There's like a guy who's a single dad and a widow somehow. Uh, Laura Terry in the chat says, am I the only one who has no interest in Glee? No. No, you are not. It's it's so bad. Glee sucks. And And I used to be like a music theater geek and I never liked it. Yeah, Bad Camp is good. And actually this week we're going to do a watch along of, it, it's kind of the same thing as Fat Camp, but it was called Camped Out. It was like a one hour special of kids going to theater camp in a Fat Camp sort of scenario. <laughs> so I'm just really amazing. trying to trigger myself all week. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. It'll be um, funny though. Yeah. You started watching something that's supposed to be a big hit, but it's not, right? Was it uh, Banshees or something? Okay, so I try. Okay, so I, I've been I've been planning all week, and again, I've been dealing with this this yeah. whole. Thing. But um, and my dad stuff. Uh, but uh, the ban Banshees of Inish Banshees of Inisherin, I think is what it's called. Oh, and it's okay. considered the most beautiful, uh, amazing, perfect movie. It's probably gonna win the Oscar. Um, and I've been planning to watch it all week, and I clicked play on it and within three seconds i was like i can't watch this because it was just like showing like ireland i was like oh that sounds pretty you watched the whale though you thought that was really good yeah because i related so much okay well the oscars the nominees are coming out tuesday morning are you gonna wake up early to watch i mean i'll probably be up because of my okay. schedule, but yeah, uh, okay. the whale. I think you should watch the whale. I think you'd love it. Oh, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, Stam- if you understand guy. depression, depression, or binge eating, or again, daddy issues, you, you mm. will you will definitely like the whale. You might not be able to relate. To I it. might be able to relate to a thing or two, <laughs> but I think you, you know it's a great movie. I loved it. Spamming guy asks, "Have we done the wonderful lights of West Virginia?" We have. I want to say that was we maybe have. in our first two or three episodes of TRP Definitely. way back when. Yeah. Um, okay, so Banshees of In In a Sharon. It sounds like it gets juicy from the comments here. 
I know um, the whole plot line because I've watched a lot of TikToks about it. So I've, I've read about it because mm. I was trying to see because I knew there was like, I think there was a dog in it. So I was like nervous that I was like, should I watch this? Sure. I don't, sure. I don't watch I don't watch movies where uh, dogs die, babe. Hi, Julie. Yeah. Julie's here. Julie from Racine Bitch Face Pod. Um, so I have a. Uh, well, actually, the the highlight of my day on Thursday, as I was being um, tortured to my B roll, is Again, I did get a, a little alert that Alec Baldwin was charged. Our conversation the... was me uh, texting you a screenshot, just that he got charged, and I said, "Are you happy now?" And you just said, "Yes." Yep, I'm very happy. Also, uh, very happy that everyone is being reminded that Hillary is not from Spain. It's okay. going on TikTok again. Ilaria. Oh, how you say uh, cucumber? How you say? Mm. So she was stopped on the street uh, by paparazzi that she obviously called and. Um, she's like, why you follow us? You know, I'm not going to say anything. You know, me and Alec, what our children say, mommy, mommy, why, why men with camera? Why they follow? It's family. My family and my children, they, they say, mommy, she is back to the shtick. She never lost it. That is some kind of crazy that you have been outed, yeah. that you went to Spain twice for vacation. And, and her lineage goes back to like colonial days she's more american than like you know i don't know well george washington whatever but um <gasps> pepino okay this is our people here so pepinos is uh the reddit the subreddit or whatever there's pepinos everyone's on to her and like i oh i probably shouldn't say this publicly but like allegedly if she used surrogates to grow her family allegedly um no i was just gonna say like oh like oh is this something this yeah you're you're in this business so maybe you shouldn't say anything i did i didn't say anything i just said like no you didn't say you didn't say anything i might know yeah you, you know allegedly but i i don't know well, I you're don't in know. your opinion i allegedly right in, right well i mean definitely opinion. for mary lou because mary lou um was Okay, we're we're not gonna go into it, but like I mean, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's the worst. Alec Baldwin absolutely should have been charged. Whether see, I, I'm like... totally we're me and Jody are on the opposite sides of this whole thing because I like Alec Baldwin and I he didn't do it on purpose and I feel bad for him. Well, I and don't I... think he woke up and is like I'm gonna kill Helena Hutchins today, right. but he was reckless. He shouldn't have been doing that with a gun, even if it weren't loaded. But that's not his fault. It's the it's the problem. It is his fault. Mm, no, because he still shouldn't have been handling the gun that way. But and I've, also, I've handled guns in theater film. before, and I've had to shoot it off. And it, would it have been my fault if I accidentally? You never shoot shot it at someone? a person. But you like still never. Okay. Well. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I don't think it's his fault. <laughs> Mm. I don't think he should have been charged. That's cute, but you also think Scott Peterson, OJ, and I, I don't Cosby actually are like think that. It's citizens. just funny. It's just funny. You are a huge Cosby head. Love Scott Peterson, even Love Drew it. Peterson. I can can we say who we both like? 
that we should that we're not supposed who's to. Who's that? Who's that? Go ahead. It's a it's a comedian. Okay. Okay. You say it though. Now listen. Okay, hold on. First, I just have to reiterate what Maddie is saying here. Alec was the executive producer and it was, was production I'll company. Agree with- they skirted safety rules the entire production. Okay. Okay. I will agree um, with that. As a producer, he he should have. Yes. Okay. Great. Should've. Great. Great. Thank you. Oh, look at. Okay. Oh, everyone's team Jody. Thank you guys. Thank you. Although we oh, do. People are, people are agreeing with me. <laughs> oh my gosh. You guys are hilarious. So, okay. We're like. Huh? We're, right. Uh, he's. We'll see if he beats do we the charges. The- he beat the charges. Okay. So comedian. I don't like He's what funny. this two-letter redheaded man did. Yeah, let's just say Louis that. C.K. I enjoyed his comedy before. I don't like what he did. I mean, like, I'm the most prude of all prudes on Earth. Oh, I can't so, imagine how you would have handled that. That would have been fucked up. But it's funny. I would have I would have frozen and probably, like, apologized because I'm an idiot. And that's how, like, most females react in that situation like oh i'm sorry okay anything to me (laughs) i'd like to think i wouldn't but i would be so shocked i wouldn't know what to do i would so be i would be so not shocked if a man did that in front of me that's so wild to me because you've been married you don't know what he did he asked women other comics comedians to come up and watch him jerk jerk off I don't get that how that how that's a thing. How is that a thing? Well, I don't know. Wouldn't I mean, you be not... embarrassed to have someone watch you do I that? I kind of I kind of like it because I like like I, I I like I like watching a man like in kind of a a state like that. It's kind of like like I feel like I'm in power while that's happening. Because it's so mm-hmm. like it's so like funny to be watching this. This is such a funny thing that you're watching. It's so stupid. Okay. Again, we're talking about Louis C.K. How <laughs> he would ask women to come up and he would masturbate in front of them. Apparently he said he asked them. But I mean, but still, like you're being asked by someone who is very popular, you know, ahead of you in your yeah. profession. <sighs> I get why they would be like, uh, okay. Probably just because they're so stunned. But that doesn't make it okay. It's gross, right? I don't no, know. No, it's gross. But it, it's funny. I, I think I think the whole situation, it, it's fucked up. It's funny to watch a man masturbating, I think. Because I'm like, I, look, at, look at what you're doing. I would be horrified. This is, like, this is so Even funny. Thinking- Men are just disgusting. I don't want to. Yeah, I think I think that's it. really what it comes down to. Um, <laughs> do you want to get yeah. on this Mr. Wives? <laughs> this is just bizarre. Well, hey, is there anything else? Let us know in the comments. Uh, anything that's getting looped in uh, social media and so on. Um, nothing yeah, else going updated, on with guys. work. Did you hear back from anyone from your uh, waitressing the stage? Was yeah? Did you return yeah, that, the credit card? That was machine? a. That was a no uh yeah no i i I handed it to them when they knocked on my window that was a that was a really crazy thing that i did and i still i stand by it there was 45 orders of drinks to go out in two minutes there's no way anyone could have handled that 
So no. And I'm oh fine. My God. You are cracking me up. Hey, a lot of people are saying either. Um, oh, okay. Hold on. We do need to address this before we get into the book. I did mean to bring this up. I had this written down. Did you watch <gasps> McKelty and Tony's live or whatever they did? I okay, did not well, because again, I was dealing with my ear, but uh, is it worth watching? Should we watch this? I'm sure you heard the gist of it. I know that she had said um, that like, they were like very poor, that they were like eating food scraps from someone who owned a bakery and their family, which I think is also something else that perhaps Peyton had talked about like a favorite food or favorite bread or cracker or cereal or something they had. Oh, it was the mock, up. the mock, uh, tapioca. not the mock tapioca, but there is something else that someone makes somewhere. Um, and I don't, I don't know. I just don't think uh, they have Wait, the, hang on. Uh, a random yeah. cat wants you to do a Tony voice. Oh, that McCall to Tommy, they're, they're a really poor when they're younger and they're like eat food scraps or something. They eat food scraps. And, it's just they don't have the personality. They're not going to be spilling the tea like Gwendolyn is. And Peyton is his father's son. Yes, he's throwing some stuff out there, but I don't trust Peyton 100%. I think a lot of the stuff he's saying is true, no. but he's... I do too, but I, I couldn't imagine dating Peyton because I think he would be oh no, emotionally abusive, probably. He's definitely he's definitely one to call you fat. In, in an underhanded way. Oh, he'd like squeeze, he'd like squeeze your arm or something. Yeah, like my, bacon fingers... Who was oh, no. what eight thousand pounds? Would like <laughs> okay. whenever we would, I would say, "Don't touch my stomach," and he'd just go, "Well, no, I wanna, I wanna touch your stomach because I love every part of you, but I don't want you to touch my stomach." No, 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 no. I don't. Well, like right, like while you're sleeping, no. do you want a man's hand on your? I don't want anything touching the belly when I'm part sleeping. that's hanging down, <laughs> oh, yeah. except my body pillow, except my, and my dog. fortress. Yeah. Yeah, that's and true. And Latrice on my head. That's right. true. Uh, okay, I have a little surprise for you. Um Oh my god. While I'm while I'm opening this, uh we have Noelle is asking about Milf Manor. I've heard about this, so I'm going to watch it and I'm also halfway through Traders. So I know it's like a huge show that everyone is watching on Peacock. It's all reality TV people. None none like that we really recap a lot of. Um, but I'll talk about that when I'm finished. Um, okay, so I need to get your address to, or your permission to give your address to a listener, Amanda K. Prestigiacomo. Um, she sent, yeah, so she sent a little note. Um, and I'm not sure if she wants me to like read it, but I guess I just gave her last name and so on. But you guys are gonna love this. And okay. it's it's live now, so it's already happened. So no, it's live. I was gonna uh unbox this last week, but it, we had like a, a oh spamming guy is Amanda. Oh, you look at okay. Hello. So, here we go. Okay, Amanda, close your eyes. I'm gonna get it front and center and close okay. your eyes. Okay. Tell me when okay. to open. 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 Oh. Boot lamp. It's really awesome. 
I am actually like emotional. Like that was, I've had such a bad week. Amazing. That was really just. It's boot lamp. Boot lamp. I I, I actually am like crying. Like that was. Oh my god. That somebody did that. Is this not? That's amazing. Yes, that's. This is amazing. So she's gonna um. Uh, get your. She says she was cross stitching during our like four hours of nonstop. Uh, you I'm could get like an entire. A- you could get an entire Hudson Bay uh, Afghan done in in the, the time accuracy of that boot. The accuracy. Look at that. It's oh, look at that. Actually, like what? Like it's looking amazing. at that centered me just now. I, it's like beautiful. it really just made me go to to Zen. There is nothing that makes me feel more at home. Than a cross stitch boot lamp. I think it's really awesome. Like we make fun Look of Janelle's... your face was like wistful. No, we make fun of Janelle's boot lamp, but like in reality, is the boot lamp maybe the coolest thing on the planet? Like, should we well, not all just have boot lamps? Her, besides her coat, of course, that I'm I'm channeling here this week. It's amazing. It's amazing. Thank you, Can Amanda. You know, Hung Thank up. you so much. Like I really, I, I am probably going to sob about that afterwards. <laughs> while I'm in the while I'm in the emergency room waiting for an appointment. Um, before we start, Jody, and I know I pimped you out a hundred times last week, but I think we all need a taste of this. Do a cameo of Janelle thanking Amanda for planning for your next trip. Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The boot lamp crossed it. Amanda, thank you. I just wanted to say I 
I never thought about the boot lamp, but um, we had two of them, and um, I haven't seen them in oh years. But I really, um, I I think they're awesome. I am awesome. You know, families are awesome. Boots are awesome. Lamps are awesome. Um, Amanda, bye. Those boot lamps, do you think those boot lamps are in storage or are those the first thing to come out of the U-Haul? I don't think she's, uh, I don't think she's getting rid of boot lamp. Amanda, I, I agree with everyone saying you, you need to sell these. I asked her, do you have a shop or something? Oh, people will buy she those. doesn't. Oh my Get God. Get a shop. Look Get at it. Everyone wants the boot lamp. Or just post it on our Facebook group. Yes. People will buy absolutely. them from you, I promise. Absolutely. Um, she wants to do a cross stitch of Walter and Latrice. Oh, stinky poopy butt. Walter, Patrice stinky. just have like a, a, a knife. <laughs> just like. Uh, boot lamp. I love boot lamp. Um, all right. So shall we get on to the, um, the the real star of the show? Yeah, I got it. I like, I really can't hear now because oh. my ear is frozen. But it, uh, yeah, let's do it. Okay, I agree, Mary P. Boot lamp is Janelle's power piece. The boot lamp gives her badass mojo. No, I just love that we actually see the moment of Cody, like, and it's and it, it's B roll footage of them in uh, Colleen's consignment or whatever, mm. and we actually get to see the moment of Cody pointing at the boot lamp and being like, "Yeah, yeah, should we should we get this?" And then just it silently being in the next scene. At her house. Also from Colleen's consignment, the chairs. <laughs> the chairs. I would murder anyone Amanda. who brought that into my home. Like, what am I supposed to do with this? Where? Where? That, this match is sitting nothing. at a table. God, he's oh, he's so terrible. Um, okay, so we Where have. Where are we starting here? Because I feel like we need to really give this the attention it deserves and just read everything. Well, I would like to read the dedication. Yeah, to that's all where I am those, too. to all those who lived and loved before us in secrecy, unable to acknowledge their love, marriages, and life publicly. We dedicate our story to you he's acting like they like won a world war or something like they've really done well something. this is a number one new york times bestseller oh by the way we were gonna change our background for this <gasps> oh that's right that's right yes yes i mean we really need to like get into get into the mode here oh Wait, are you, no you, you you need no. You need to do it. I can't. My, my uh, oh, what happened? Should oh, just my computer. There we go. Yeah, perfect. We want Great. Coyote Pass. This is. I have to stay power. on the comments. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think this is perfect. Okay. okay. Um. So we go. I mean, we talked about the family tree last week, so we won't spend a lot of time on that. It, Not it, so it, much it mentions, tree. It mentions all the family, the family who, like, listen. Mm. We all know the family. We know all and the Ariel has not been born yet. No, uh, which now, is, I mean, listen, better you world. You thought we were going to go. You thought we were going to go right to chapter one, but guys, before chapter one, oh. there's a prologue written by, by Cody. Cody Quinn. Quinn. Brown. 
Cody Flynn. And there are, you guys, like, don't worry. Like, there are so many chapters here. Oh, there's like, so there's many. Like, there's so many. And they're all several pages long. Uh, my favorite is just the first sentence alone. Amanda, would you like to uh, take the lead on that? Sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, do you want to do you want to do like the thing we did before, like with pass? Oh, spirit reading, as I call it back reading. in the day. Yes. Yes. Okay. Cold, pr prologue. Prologue. Heart, look, look at that artwork. Heart. I wonder. They, I wonder who drew that. Everything. They thought of everything. Cody. I am. I am. I just need to. I am sitting. I am sitting. I'm sitting there. I am sitting in a room off the grand ballroom in the Beverly Hills Hilton. Oh, I almost okay. can't believe I'm here. I'm in a. I'm a small town boy, not some Hollywood superstar. <sighs> what she's trying to say. I was a small town boy, but now I'm a superstar. That's what he really means. No, I am a superstar. Yeah. God. He's saying, I'm a superstar. This glittering place is a far cry from my current hometown of Lehigh, Utah. Oh, God. So they're still living in Lehigh here. Mm -hmm. All right. The occasion is the Television Critics Association biannual press to... God, the Television Critics Association biannual press tour at which networks announce their fall lineup of television shows to the media. Mm. I'm going to pass. He, he, he was told to here. use as many adjectives as possible. That was a lot of words right there. Like that, that was the smartest thing he's ever said. It's important that he puts biannual press tour. God, he's such an idiot. On stage, they're playing a clip. Wait, from oh, wait, a I'm new sorry. Show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to interrupt. Are, is he just talking about the upfronts? I believe so. Okay. I think so. Throughout the upfronts. Okay. On stage, they're playing a clip from a new show on the Discovery Channel. It's about Greenpeace crusaders who are devoted to saving whales. It's a hippie version of that channel smash it, deadliest catch. This is the kind of show the critics are expecting. The kind of show guaranteed to draw attention without polarizing the audience. So My show, show is, is a lot more controversial. What? What show is that? I don't know. Something that probably was a one-hit wonder. Yeah. Right, okay. My show is a lot more controversial. It's the first of its kind. Like the Greenpeace activists on stage, I, too, am taking a stand. But I have oh no God. idea how my fight will play out in the court of public opinion. I have no idea how critics, the audience, and the American public are going to react to me. I'm getting nervous. Oh, I'm sitting in a chair getting my hair and makeup done. Makeup? on a ranch in rural Wyoming. I never, ever thought I'd wear makeup, let alone have a team of people apply it, making sure I'm camera ready. The stylist asked me casually, so what's your show about? This is so him bragging, too. He again loves just, wearing makeup. He said this exact same thing when he was dressed up as King Tut a couple weeks ago. It's like, makeup! I never wear makeup! So the stylist asked, asked me casually, uh, what's your show about? Oh, I say, trying to be as offhand as possible. It's about my family. I'm a polygamist and I have four wives. Well, the stylist stops fussing with me for a second. I can see the shock in her eye. I know what she's thinking. Also, she would know beforehand what this is. 
Yeah. And also, she's just like trying to ask you what you need so you can get out and she can go powder the nose the next <laughs> yeah. person. She just doesn't a give fuck. a fuck. Like I said at the beginning of this entire episode, no one cares about anyone else. We're all but he knows what she's thinking because uh, he's a man and she's a woman. So he knows well, what she's thinking. I mean, I, 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 the yeah. chart is out of my reach, but I mean, yeah, um, <laughs> I'm an, I know what she's thinking. I'm an average looking dude who looks more like a surfer. Oh my God. He wishes. I'm an average looking dude who looks more like a surfer than a religious uh, fanatic. How could I, how could I be a polygamist? He says, you go. He wishes he looked (laughs) like a surfer. God, he sucks. The long hair only gets you so far. Yeah. No. Um, after I'm done with hair and makeup, I'm ushered backstage with my wives. We wait anxiously as the 122nd teaser for our show plays on the big okay, screen yeah, of the right. auditorium. Okay, it's it's two minutes, Cody. Two minutes. You can just <laughs> trailer. The 120 seconds. There's an episode of The Comeback about the upfronts that, that is actually interesting if you want to oh. check it out. Okay. They've added some pumping music to the trailer, trying to infuse my family's life with tension and intrigue. My heart begins to pound. I'm breathing shallowly. What have I done? I'm about to expose my family to the world. I'm about to do the very thing most polygamous families live in fear of. I'm about to go public. I know I'm putting my family at risk. My wives and I could lose our jobs. But well, that's if well you if you don't have you don't, a Janelle job. has a job, yeah. Janelle did lose her job, right? Oh, okay. my wife, uh, singular, could lose. Well, her and job. Mary lost her job at the um the engraving factory. Oh, <laughs> things engraved. Children, she lost her job at that. Our children could be tormented at school, but I'm yeah. tired of hiding. I'm tired of living like a second-class citizen. I'm tired of lying about my life. I have a wonderful family, a perfectly happy family with beautiful wives and beautiful children. I don't want us to live the rest of our days in fear. I'm about to ask America to accept us. Okay, no one gives a fuck, Cody. No one cares. No one one cares. But it is, I guess it's interesting. Like, I mean, at the time, the upfronts, they'd be like, this looks like a good show yeah we'll we'll watch it also this is very time that he goes i'm putting my family at risk my wives and i could lose our jobs our kids could be tormented but i'm tired of hiding so fuck them all i'm doing this and that's not what happened he's not he's not not tired of hiding he's just they got a show and he's like this is easy money and yes mary p in the comments says cody had a job in sales yeah i know he they have all had jobs it's just kind of funny to like it's just a funny thing to He did, but they also said that about. that one sign he sold or that one billboard fed the family yeah. for years. So I think he made ass sale and was like, well, that yeah, exactly. could beat us for years. And yeah. then he quit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then he bought that sports car. Okay. Um, uh, d- uh, you, you finish out this little. I grasped my order. wife's hands in an informal prayer circle. We drew strength oh from one another and from faith in our God. We renew our commitment to our beliefs. I steady myself. 
The world is ready, I think, to hear our story. The world is ready to accept us for who we are and not shun us for our beliefs. I drop my wife's hands as we are called to the stage. And now there's oh three God, little is... dots. Like, because, like, just get ready. This is like a coming up next. He is the ultimate theater kid. As oh, we are called yeah. to the stage. Oh my God, he loves it. This is my moment. This is the moment. In, in other words, Christine was still holding his hand and he shrugged her hand off because yeah. he, he, he needs to lead them to the stage. Get off. I'm the man. Obviously. There was okay. somebody said in our Facebook group the other day just that moment of um they were having a meeting about my sister wife's closet and Christine accidentally like sat in his chair and he's like, Are you the head of the family? Oh. Like, get up. He's such a piece well, of I shit. Well, I mean, Christine is so stupid, isn't she? She's so dumb and unlikable. Mm. All right. Well, now this next whole section here, I need every woman watching this right now, which is probably a hundred percent of the people <laughs> watching. Get out your pens and papers because oh. Cody is going to mansplain polygamy and Mormonism. So get okay. ready. Okay, good. Let me introduce you to the face of polygamy. Mm. When people hear the phrase Mormon funnel fundamentalist, they probably think about a small subset of our population, the fundamentalist church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. For too long, this organization and the handful, the handful of mm. abusive men, sure, Jan. Mm. He's uh, definitely who, one of them. Yeah, dumb. it's just a few, it's a sprinkling of men that were abusive mm. in this community, um, have been the poster ch children of polygamy in America. Until recently, the FLDS was run by Warren Jeffs. Oh my God, we know. Here we go. I can't believe we're talking about fucking Warren Jeffs, who has been found guilty of child sexual assault and is now serving a life sentence in prison. He ruled his organization with an iron mm. fist, creating a climate rampant, climate rampant with abuse and fear. Huh? What does that sound like? Um, he not only tolerated, but also promoted child brides. Well, you were dating a 17 year old when you were. You also kiss yeah. Aurora and Brianna on the lips. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he, some, he summarily reassigned the wives of men he deemed unworthy to new husbands. These are not my beliefs. This is not my world. While we share a belief in the principle of celestial plural marriage, there's no way Cody actually wrote this. There are too many big words here. Yeah, someone else said he had a thesaurus right he, next to him. He had a ghostwriter here. Uh, I want to make it clear that the practices of the L FLDS has no place in my universe. We belong to a different religious community, one that has uh, several thousand members worldwide in our Incest and spousal abuse are serious crimes. Yeah, and in most faiths. Also in yeah. society. Yeah, in <laughs> most, in everyone's faith. That's like, it's a awful thing. But in Cody's faith, uh, incest and spousal uh, abuse are serious crimes, which, when discovered, results in immediate legal action. Mm. Okay, um, I've had a couple requests to read uh, a paragraph in Tony's voice. You've been do it. Also asked to read in Barbara Evans' voice. I can do it. That, that <clears throat> might pop my ear a little. 
I'm sure when most people think of Mormon fundamentalists, they think of long, modest dresses and old-fashioned hairstyles, something you might see in an old Western movie. This only covers really. a fraction of polygamists. If we weren't on TV, you wouldn't be able to pick my family out of a crowd. Okay, that I'm going to argue no. We would definitely pick you out of a crowd because yeah, you're, you're dressing and, say, and you're it's, obnoxious. Yeah. Well, and also they do dress weird. Yeah, the like long shirts under tank tops. Yeah, it's weird. Um, we dress like anyone else, maybe a tiny bit more modestly, but definitely modernly. Have you seen my Ed Hardy in my jeans, please? Our kids go to public school. They watch TV, go to the movies, play computer games, go to parties, and listen to Whoa. popular music. They play sports, wear makeup, sometimes too much for my liking, and participate in school activities. Basically, my family's not all that different from yours. Our sect is one of the more liberal branches of Mormon fundamentalism. Unlike some other fundamentalist Mormons, we accept the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints as our legitimate faith. We follow the same scripture they do. In most beliefs and practices, we differ very little from the LDS Church. Of course, the one area in which we do diverge is our belief in the doctrine of celestial plural marriage, oh which God, we call so boring. <laughs> Although not every member of our faith enters into a plural marriage, we still believe that it's a crucial step in our personal spiritual development. Okay, do we seriously want to keep reading? This is insane. I don't know. This is so boring. Oh, guys, let us know in the comments because, like, he there really are sucks here, man. Pages. Okay, well, no, we're 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 okay. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, I mean, do you want to scroll through and <laughs> guys, then see? Like, if we can like, go to like go to like a more okay, interesting. Yes. Thing. Okay, okay, hold on. Go to page eight here. So we're gonna skip to page eight. Yeah, because um, this is ridiculous. Like, white angst, white Easter. Okay, so Standing I think back, I'm, Los yeah. Angeles. Yeah. Well, right, so and I'll read this as I'll read this as Barbara. Oh, God. All right. All right. Janelle. Okay, I just need I need to get back into it. Everyone's saying like Scoop. standing backstage in Los Angeles. I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I know that when I when I go public, there will be questions about sex. It's America's obsession, after all. Okay, Cody, shut the fuck up. The reason you have you have four wives is four sex. We're all just even wondering though, if Cody's getting his I can't even say it out loud. Gross. Even though my show is a family television program on a family oriented network, the world wants to know what goes on behind closed doors. I know is I'm going to say my marriages aren't different from anyone else's in that respect. As in most relationship, passion is always there, but it waxes and wanes. Okay, I'm going back to my normal voice. With each wife, we go through phases. There are the demands of work and kids, all the regular things that interfere with a couple's private life. The one constant is that I keep my four marriages distinct and discreet. There isn't, okay, this is funny. There is no overlap, no sharing, nothing untoward or salacious. Interesting. Okay. Um, okay, so we're getting a request to do um, 
Amber, some Tanya. Oh, now we should have opened this up. I'll, I'll do a little Tanya, but just so you know, Tanya and Tony are very close together. They are. Tanya's Amber is like a lot. <laughs> Tanya is Amber Portward's mom, by the way. Because my benefits and blessings for the lifestyle. We're a large family, and not one of us love no loneliness ever again. We're team foundation. Which raise the children, my wife support one another on Tuesday. They can lean on one another for small favors or for large ones. Okay, bullshit. They can lean on one another for small favors or large ones. Really? Um, how about one of those favors being, can Cody be here because I just gave birth to Truly? Could he not go away for 11 days on a honeymoon? No, that's not. That's not I want to read no. the next line because it's yeah. it's one of, it's one of the fa my favorite things in the world. Okay. The next line, everyone get ready, sit down. Write this sit down. down get ready. This, yeah. is, this is shocking. Our biggest struggles have been financial. <gasps> what? <laughs> this what? is salacious. This is salacious. I don't know. What? There have been lean times, he says. Lean. The nachos. Lean. Gen Janelle eating nachos. Eating congealed nacho. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait for this. Um, it took me longer than I'd hoped to establish myself in a career, especially with wives to support. Well, great idea. Definitely mm. get yourself into this plural marriage thing and then go after a career. Yeah. Um, of course, all my income goes to my family. Robin. Uh, I try my best to allocate money evenly. I try my best he mm, says, to allocate mm -hmm, money mm -hmm. evenly. And according to who needs it most? Cody. Yeah. She's we, never had a crib for her babies before. We they did an slept. episode <laughs> we did an episode the other day uh what was it like polygamous like family trip or something or a trip to the past the past. pilgrimage to the past to Nauvoo Illinois and Robin brought her sister along as the nanny and there's oh. this hilarious screenshot of her just eating like dipping a carrot into I'm pretty sure it was a bugle <laughs> it was a bugle into fill and just into cream cheese just Philadelphia like, name brand Chai. I never have Philadelphia. She's as a dip. Nope. That is like that's some big money, money right there. Oh, Green but Robin dip. needs it, Cody. Um, uh, if, if, if a wife needs a bigger car because she is expecting a new child, I prioritize that. Hmm. Again, to mention uh, the jalopy. Yeah, if a wife needs a bigger car, Cody's gonna have a sports car. Like, yeah, he, but a wife, like, we're getting... We'll get her a new used minivan. Mary had that, like, green sunfire forever. But it was cool. This was a convertible. It was a... Cool. I, I own it because I had that car. Mm. Um, if another wife needs help completing a major home repair, this takes a pre... This precedence. takes precedence over something yeah. more trivial. Yeah, I mean, we definitely saw. I mean, look at Christine's basement apartment. You could obviously see all the home repairs that they made down there. It was in tip-top shape for her you six children. You can just children. see how equal all their house, all their living 
is. Yep. Oh, I mean, you can just yeah. see, look at Janelle is living in an RV with a. Uh, with no running water and Robin's living in a mansion. Yeah, clearly well, he's he's going yeah. equal. Absolutely. Hey guys, smash that like. Um, okay. Oh, here's here's another one. All of my wives contribute significantly to both their individual households and the family as a whole. Yeah, we can see that from day one, Cody. Yeah. They do everything, you asshole. Well, Before not Robin. We went public, well, honestly, before we went public, several of them work full time. They support their kids. Their kids, he said. Not his kids. Not his kids. Oh, no. our kid. No. They support their kids. And what's left over, they kick into the large group expenses, such as mortgages. Group expenses. Like the mortgages. That's Amanda. That's what they kick. Whatever's left, they kick over into well, the mortgage. Because they're house poor. They're house poor, Jody. Oh my god. <sighs> okay. Um, if one of my wives chooses not to work in order to stay home and look look after our kids, Christine, I make sure she's taken care of. Oh yeah, you, wanna, you can tell. Does he want to tell he's, us? I, I he, he's absolutely going to go into detail what that means right now. If another wife makes a bundle while her sister wife is looking after the kids, she will share her bounty. Well, we have seen that. That is the truth because Marion, Janelle, and Christine all bought uh, Robin's mansion. Yeah, they do share their bounty. But again, yeah. how does he take care of the one that stays home with the kids? He's. I'm sure he's going to get to it here, right? If someone has a windfall from tax returns or inheritance, then she usually shares a good portion of it. Huh, who would that be? A windfall from taxes or inheritance? Who would that Win. be? Uh, would that be Janelle? Yeah. Mm, yeah. Okay. What about him, though? He's he's going to talk about what yeah, he puts it's in, It's right? weird how this whole paragraph, he's talking about the wives' uh, yeah. money, and he's kind of just leaving himself out yeah, of well, it. I'm sure he's going to say what he contributes, right? Oh, yeah. It, it, it'll, oh, okay. come. it'll come. We're, we're getting there. We're getting there. Although my wives are fiercely independent and entirely self-sufficient, uh, like Robin, clearly, they'll never let anyone go without. We are a family of equals. That really means they're not going to have Robin go without. I want right. to stress that equality and fairness are our guiding principles. Since there's only one of me and four of them, I'm often considered the patriarch. God, you you just spent an entire paragraph talking about how they make all the money, and now you're saying that you're the patriarch. Mm. Janelle is the patriarch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, this word has acquired a negative connotation these days. Oh, I'm weird. appealed. I'm appealed to on a regular basis simply because I'm the common denominator. I'm the basic element that my wives and children share. Hi, Dios mio. <laughs> I'm a father to all the children and a husband to all my wives. Despite yeah. this, I rarely make unilateral decisions. Hmm, what, what was that? The market is up here. We need to act this is... now. This is, the, this is his whole thing throughout the whole series is I think he thinks um, 
if he, he has this uh, thing that he keeps saying like, uh, oh, my wives, I don't have any decision making at all. They just, oh, they just walk all over me. That's like his thing. I'm just a man. If asked, I'll choose the direction in which the train runs. But my wives are the ones who keep it on track and running. They're the force behind our family. Bullshit. How many times have we seen Cody telling the family what they're going to do? The chart word is Patrick. Yeah, exactly. All right, I'll take over here. Um. I know the world wants definitions to understand us. They want to know where who is the smart wife. All right, so Janelle. Uh, who is the homemaker, Christine? Who is the silly one, Christine? Who is I the mean that's one, supposed Mary? To be Robin, though. I think it's supposed. I think you think she's the silly one, Cody. Because he wrote out four very specific one. things there. Robin's she's the silly. So funny. She's young and she's so silly. She's God, silly. she's aged bad. She's so uh, but I, I won't let my family be pigeonholed. Okay, our relationships are complex and they are constantly evolving. Ours is a process that elevates us and allows us to abide in God's presence. Mm. I have a goal in mind of what my family is supposed to be and look like. It's supposed to be happy and peaceful and free. I imagine a unity that comes from joy, not from overwhelming sacrifice or pain, anguish, and suffering. You did a great job at that, bro. Mm. Well, he's explaining <laughs> it to us like we're women. Yeah, and then also I you look at the fact that all the kids now are coming out as telling the world how anguished they are and how mm -hmm. fucked up they are and how much therapy they're all in. Well, but that's their kids job, though. That's not. Oh yeah. Kids. That's, that's right. It's not their, Robin's kids. Yeah. Right. Their kids, their kids. It's not yeah. the King Tut and Cleopatra kids. Oh, um, no, no. I don't want my family to suffer for the sake of God, because if we are suffering for the sake of God, we may not be happy with him in the next one. Okay. So this is where Cody just starts throwing words out and he doesn't know where he's going with it he's just, he's just talking he's just saying stuff this yeah. is cody building up to knife in the kidneys wasted this is the michael scott moment sometimes i just start talking and i just see where it goes yep yep uh privately we've arrived at this unity this peace oh i mean definitely when I see the brown family, oh, yeah. I just feel peace. So peaceful. <laughs> mm -hmm. But publicly, we're still subject to prejudice. We're misunderstood. We are outsiders. And this is what has brought me here to Beverly Hills. What? Living <laughs> in Beverly Hills. No, like, you're you here because about? the show brought you here. Because you're here, at the upfront. What yeah. are you talking about? This is no, you were on a Southwest Hills. flight to like Anaheim. <laughs> they drove you there. This and speaking of a Southwest flight, I can just picture, like, I'm surprised there's not a TikTok video that exists of Cody getting kicked off of like a plane <gasps> for having to wear a mask. Oh my God. I would love that. Getting the kicked off the plane for would... anything. Just, no, and, this is ridiculous. And and Robin would be off. Anything. 
full on beaker. Oh, oh you did it. Clenched. I think it's the jacket. It's the magic in Janelle's jacket. Somebody uh, posted in our Facebook group that how to do a beaker. Did you see that? I, I just felt it here. I think the key is you have to jut your bottom jaw out. Yeah, she said she said you you don't you don't go downward, you go up you go out with your bottom. You go oh yeah. There, yeah, we oh, both did it. It's the right, angle you of go. your head too, because if you go, you don't really see it unless you go up. Wow. Okay, um, this is why we are about to show our faces to the world and announce that we are polygamists and we are proud. Exclamation point. I never want my children to live in fear. Oh, really? No, weird don't. Because we just watched two seasons of you berating your children that they are going to die of COVID. And then wow. remember him teaching uh, Truly to ride a bicycle? And she's oh, like, Daddy, yeah. I don't want to do this. so happy. Was that fun? She's like fun. Also, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember, he also did try to kill Truly uh, with the... Uh, bladder oh, the kidney right yeah right. knife in the kidneys i never want them to be forced to deny any part of themselves uh okay let's count how many times he's done that i want them to live openly as siblings i don't know whether my children will enter into the principle i don't know whether they will live a life of polygamy some will be called to do it and others won't, but regardless, of Z choices, zero people, zero people <laughs> did it. Zero of your children went into polygamy because yeah. it's well, up. we still have Robin's kids, his kids, if you will. Do, do you think they will, though, or do you, do you think they can? Like, do you think they can even be out there alone? I don't think Brianna will, I don't think Dayton will. Aurora, I think, is a little slow, like Robin. So I think whatever she's told so to do, she's just, just going to do. just kind of go with it. Yeah, okay. That makes sense. Um, and Areola. I mean, if she's she, going to be bed sleeping for her entire life. If she finds a partner who can deal with her because she's a fucking little bitch, then. Have I dates. Mean, she's lucky. Yeah, exactly. Um, and Solomon's just going to be like living in the cistern. Um. Let's see. But regardless of their choices, I want the world to be a more free and understanding place for them to grow up in. I want them to feel safe in their family. Sure. And if they choose polygamy for their future, I want them to do so knowing that they will not be treated as second class citizens. What we do with our bodies and our hearts is the most important choice of all. Well, he I mean, I will just, say this that. is like, the most rambling thing. Is that he definitely wants women to do what they want with their bodies and hearts. That's well, obvious. That's obvious. Can I read this last little Oh, here? please. Yes. Let me get into character. Okay, okay. My heart is pounding. This Again, he's at the upfronts, okay? Oh. My heart is pounding as I step onto the stage. Again, I'm sure it's him and all of the wives, but this is just about him. He's pushed his way to the front of the four of them. They're all behind him. He's gotta be in front. I, I want to. I want to picture like what Janelle is wearing during this, and like it's the fact that she definitely has makeup, kind of like like melting. Okay. Janelle is wearing. Um, I'm gonna go purple button up. Purple. They're probably underneath. all matched up. Oh, purple 
purple all around. Because um, that's Robin's favorite. And I think her hair is kind of like mine where it's mostly, but it's mostly up just a little bit down in the back and it's clipped. It's a, it's like a rectangle it's clip. It's just a clip. Yeah. Just yep. easy. And it's like a little, like, yeah. I don't, I don't care. She might even have her glasses on. Cause like she couldn't get her contacts in, in the morning. She's had a day. Now what about Christine's probably pregnant at this point, isn't she? Mm. I'm feeling like some sort of um, like a long sleeve with like a short sleeve crocheted sweater over it. Yeah. What do you feel? Mary, Mary, I think just long sleeve with a tank top over top. And Robin looks like the belle of Duval. I think Robin probably has on like her, um, her businesswoman blazer from Express. <gasps> she wasn't and doing Mary tried to copy. But this is the upfront. This she, is she, business lady. Oh, Amanda. Okay, okay. My heart is pounding as I step onto the stage. I can feel the smile plastered on my face. Okay. It's my defense. That, that brings back that brings back up. <laughs> Stare down the ones. <laughs> the Jack Nicholson. Stare down the lens. Yeah. Oh. This is really him just admitting what a psychopath he is. It's mm -hmm. my defense mechanism. This silly grin. Okay, I would never consider it a silly, silly. grin. It's, it's terrifying. Silly. Well, he and Robin he have like silly. They're funny. We go surfing. There's a sea of faces in this auditorium. The audience is silent. I can tell oh. what they're thinking. I feel the smile slip from my face. My heart is in my mouth. Suddenly, the audience begins to clap. I feel the atmosphere begin to warm. I sense that they are drawn to us. I oh think God. they are ready to hear our story. And with that, that is a narcissist's. That is how a narcissist walks through life. They feel. Yes. Yes. I can tell what everyone is thinking. Number one. I can tell. I know what the sea of faces is thinking. My heart is in my mouth. That's not what he. I think he meant like my heart is in my. My throat. heart is in my throat because he can't. My heart is in my mouth. He can't quote like that. Doesn't even make sense. Suddenly, yeah, like, in his in his world, every everything he goes through is an event yep. that no one else yep. cares about. But in his head, he's like going through this. Yeah, I so feel for the atmosphere begin to warm. He can feel <laughs> it. He can sense things other people can't, okay? And then he can also sense that they're drawn to him. I I know this entire audience. They're drawn to me. I don't think and I've I ever think... had that feeling in my whole life that oh, people all, were drawn to me. All these people, like I feel, I feel warmth. From all around, and they're drawn to us. And I, I think, feel the mood. You know what? You know what I think they're all ready for? Ready to hear our story. That's what I think. But you like that's ready. how this chapter ends. And you know he was like, boom, that oh, man, that was in, that was epic. He felt alive on that stage. He should have gone into theater, honestly. That's where he should have focused all of his patriarchy. I know because he, he can sing. I would give <laughs> everything I own. 
give you my world, my heart, my home. Yeah. He can sing. That's pretty good. He can sing. Guys, next he dance, week. dance, as we've seen. Get ready. Next week, part one, <laughs> matrimony. matrimony, chapter one, oh. Mary. This is going to be awful. This is going to be awful. This is where it gets really painful, <laughs> you guys. Wow. And and I I like the format of the book because the chapters will go like Mary, Agreed. Cody, Mary, Cody. Like, you know, Cody like jumps like in during the yeah. book. Weird. He never normally does that. He normally lets yeah, the, we get, the we get him mansplaining. Like yeah, no. God, mm -hmm, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. it, it makes sense. It works. I hope you guys, I, sorry if anyone was as pissed off that we didn't read that entire uh, mansplaining of Mormonism, but I was ready to die during that. No, I can't hear. It was, pretty, um, it was pretty textbook. It's just saying like, you know, how do I love four women? It's It was in the book of whatever. Um, he just Googled right Mormonism. End, yeah, right at the end, the only thing that we didn't really say was how he said he married his first wives quickly and it would be up to the wives to say if he was allowed to court someone else. And he definitely would have courted, he definitely would not have courted Robin if they, um, if they were not, if he hadn't had their blessing, family always comes first, he says, period. Really? Right. But then later on in this book, uh, uh, we're going to find out that that absolutely didn't happen because he courted Robin in secret with Mary and said no please don't do this and he said you well, need to get over your jealousy technically wouldn't she still be a married woman because she hadn't slept with the man oh so she must have slept with cody before uh spamming guy says christine should have sang at the upfront let's hear mean? it hit that high g let's do it wait you have hit to that, uh, uh, what's it? the song again let me call you sweetheart come on do you guys actually want this? I feel like every time I oh, say you're I hitting really... that high G, hit it. You want me to find a high G? You that's what you said. You took out your keyboard when we listened to it the first time, and you're like, No, let oh me my no, God, that's if I'm gonna do okay. this, I'll do it. Okay. I know I, I can't get up there unless I'm screeching. All right. Well, now it's it's reloading. Uh, let me guess what it is. I'm just gonna go real. I'm gonna start really high, but I'm gonna sing. I'm gonna sing a whole verse. Okay. Okay. Oh, hang on. Let me get lyrics out. Because <laughs> I I want to do this right if I'm doing it. Let me call let you me. sweetheart. I'm in love with you, Jody. I got this. <laughs> Don't you worry. Yeah, guys, smash that like. Yeah, smash it. If I'm doing this, I'm doing it. Let me call you sweetheart lyrics. All right. Are there that many it. lyrics to it? Wow. It's Bing Crosby. Oh, bang. All right. Okay, I need to start. I need to pitch it <laughs> higher than I want to. <laughs> no, you you got to live in the high. Let me call you sweetheart. I'm in love with you. Oh, that's good. Let me hear you whisper um how I need you to um the, the, the love 
of light shining in your arms so true. This is too low. low. Let me call you sweetheart. I'm in love with you. That yes. was too low. It was too low. Belting workshop training. <laughs> yes. Also, little fun fact. Yeah. Um, uh, hey, I think someone wants to hear Sob and Give Birth. Just saying, it's a crowd pleaser. Don't um, do it. I need. I Tony need and McKelty also had a uh, another song, but they didn't have the rights to it, and it was um, from um, oh gosh, Book of Life. Yes, Book of I Life. love you so much, which is a really, really sweet song. I love you too much. And she said, and she said, just so you guys know, we didn't have copyright, but that one really banged. Like I really, like I really nailed that one. It was one. a banger. Like, okay. Oh my god, I can't wait to get to those episodes. All right, stop. That was amazing. Okay. Everyone in the comments is talking about like that. That was good. You have a that beautiful was, voice. I was not trying. That was. I'm in, I'm embarrassed now. Stop it. You have a gorgeous okay. voice. Okay, guys. Um, smash that like. Smash and... that like. Sign up for our Patreon, please. Yeah. So please. this week we are doing the season five finale, which is, I believe, when, uh, what's his name? Logan goes off to UNLV. And they make him then... that blanket. And oh, a, uh, blanket. Aurora is the first person to hug him when they open the package. Weird. Oh, shocking. Yeah, weird. Uh -huh. And then we are going to do a watch along of MTV's Camped Out, which is like a fat camp, but theater kids, which is going to be hilarious. Which kind of is, is, is an, is the same. The one of the same. same. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. um, yeah, and then we'll be back with another chapter. And again, Amanda. Thank you. The other Amanda. Thank you for the thank boot lamp. That spamming guy here in the comments. So get a hold of spamming guy. Everyone wants your pattern here for your crochet. I mean, this could be a big hit. So thank you. Also, thank uh, you. Before we leave, I just want to say Rhonda said my dog started barking when they heard your high note. I <laughs> love it. I love it. All right, guys, I'm going to go to the uh, ER now because I have to. <laughs> Like, oh, so okay. We, fill us we in, it. We and uh, thank you guys for appreciating my Janelle jacket. I, I truly beautiful. love it. I'm so and, excited. Uh, Amazon. Keep, uh, keep looking up on YouTube. Um, surrogacy matters, or whatever. Surrogacy <laughs> is. It's at the bottom. Right. It's one of our like favorite links, but it's not up there yet. It's not going to be up there for a very long time. Well, the and I will not remind happens, you when it is. Well, I will find out. And everyone oh my will be watching it. Thanks, right. guys, for, jo for guys. joining us today. Love you. Bye. Uh, bye. Well, guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment and click on that bell if you want notifications because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast. That's patreon.com slash trpod. And We Love to Hate TV. Patreon.com slash love to hate TV. 
Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.